ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a very special Metal Gear Monday's announcement. As in the past, I have been your host, Alessia Summerfield. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a weird one, you guys. Um, I am here with Sam and with Cole. Uh, Cole Duncan, Sam Wright. Hello, boys. Hello. How's it going? And we're here to we're here to tell you that you're pregnant. No, I'm kidding. Yep, um, exactly right. It's a it's a it's a baby boy or girl. Who knows? <laughs> we're not it's doctors. A, it's a insert gender here. Um, but yeah, we um we are coming to you with a special recording, a very special intervention, um, because I am going to be taking some time off the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So probably the remainder of the year. Uh, at a minimum, uh, because your boy, your boy owes the mob some money. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, the move to New York's been awesome. Uh, it's been, it's been pretty much everything we hoped it would be, plus, uh, a couple things that we hoped it wouldn't have been. Um, and so Kristen and I just kind of due to some unforeseen circumstances, um, I'm having to take on some additional work and additional work means time. And I unfortunately need uh the time that metal gear mondays occupies to work on some other things so um it's interesting that this takes place right after the jennifer hale interview because you can kind of hear me talking about like creative projects on that episode Mm -hmm. um it's also weird because uh i had lunch with christopher randolph um i actually still sure fucking did yeah (laughs) which was cool man yeah i need to post that photo to social media um you really do post that on that instagram yeah instagram instagram will eat that shit up dude (laughs) at metal gear mondays um but we had we had lunch it was really good lunch uh surprisingly we did not talk about metal gear at all until like the last 20 minutes um but uh we i had an extended lunch and um christopher had a lot of really good advice for like an up and coming like young creative guy um, and I'm actually going to just like make do on some of that advice with my free time as well. Um, I'm working more, but I'm also going to be just kind of focused on finishing editing my short film and finishing writing a feature length script because somebody said they wanted to read it, you guys. And that made me mm-hmm. so happy. Of course they uh, did, buddy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of re recommitting myself to my art and it's going to be good to kind of recenter and uh yeah and so once the once the time commitment stuff kind of starts to equal out and um i get my feet underneath me um i will be back but i'm not going to be here for death stranding so i get to dodge that bullet (laughs) (laughs) um but no for real if you're playing death stranding and you're wondering what does alessia think of this you can still follow me on twitter i'll talk about it at ac summerfield or you could just assume I like it the way that you like it. Maybe I maybe if you don't like it, I don't like it. If you like it, I love it. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Oh. So Cole's. Uh, I sure. I sure. I'm gonna miss this. <laughs> <laughs> Cole's. Uh, Cole's jumping in to take over for me, and I'm sure there will be other friendly faces along the way. Sam has mm-hmm. lots of surprises in store. I know people, and people like me. That's so. a very true statement. That's a very true statement. <laughs> so uh, I'll uh, I'll figure something out. Yeah. But we might have uh, Elizabeth Warren on this podcast. No, <laughs> I'd love to have Elizabeth Warren on this podcast. Is that Bernie <laughs> Sanders walking into my back door? What's going on right now? <laughs> Hell yeah! 
actually wish Chris was here because he does a very good Bernie Sanders. He does a fantastic Bernie. It's the D- it's the DSNC, the Death Stranding uh, National Convention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yep, we did it. It's gonna be great. Uh, so real quick, Jeremy Blaustein has put a. Um, I can't think of the word that you say at this point. Jeremy Blaustein has put a kibosh, I guess, on anybody mm-hmm. saying anything on the internet as, hi, I'm so-and-so and I'm doing a thing. He like had a whole tirade about people that use the phrase, I do a thing. Wait. So, <laughs> Wait, like literally I do a thing? Yeah. Like he's like the internet's fascination with, quote, doing a thing is driving me crazy. Oh, well, that sucks for my I YouTube know. channel called Sam Does oh, a Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so I love it. Uh, uh, well, uh, bit.ly forward slash Sam Does a Thing, by the way. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for Cole to jump in. Uh, Cole, are you excited? Are you scared? How do you feel? I am a little trepidatious, but I'm, I'm ready to go, man. Let's get into oh. some Death Stranding. For any what was it that what what was it that Cam said? Ah, oh, big word for a young man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a mighty big word for such a young man. Love you, Cam. Cam uh, Clark, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, Cam Clark, uh, if you're Cole, hearing this, those... I also love you. <laughs> uh, Call for those who maybe skipped episode 100 because they're on drugs. Um, mm-hmm. Who are you, and what do you do? Sure, sure. So my name is Cole Duncan. I am currently the moderator for the Discord of Metal Gear Monday. So if you would like to join in on that, by the way, subtle plug, $1 more will get you into that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's right. We're jumping out the gate with those plugs. I love it. <laughs> He's using time to talk about himself to plug the fucking base. Yeah, we trained yeah. we're right here. Uh, no, I've been a fan of the Metal Gear Solid uh, series since 98. I've um, been a big fan of what we've done here on MGM since, uh, I guess, its inception. Uh, yeah, he's, he's saying I've we already, ready. Sam. Do you hear that? I'm fine with it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the podcast equivalent is to coming into a restaurant and having the new kid uh, wait at your table while the old vet like supervises from the room. <laughs> oh, but I, I, um, I'm excited to uh, to work alongside with uh with sam and alessio uh going forward and talk about some death stranding oh yeah. yeah yeah i'll try and make an appearance at least once before the end of the year just to jump in and say hey this game sucks and then jump off mm-hmm. uh, but I, <laughs> isaac isaac will be hopefully around i for the record sam i tried to bridge see what i did uh-huh. there the, uh-huh. the gap um <laughs> 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 I reached out to Isaac and asked him if he had literally any interest in playing Death Stranding. And his response is his response was every day I, I flip. He goes, One day I'll wake up and be like, This looks great, and then the next day I'll read something and be like, I don't want to play this. <laughs> so um, we love our boy. Yeah. <laughs> we we do love our boy. We'll see where that where that lands as we get closer. Yeah. But <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, also keep adding me on PSN, you guys. I've had a lot of people add me on PSN. I actually like talking to you guys on there. I've got the app on my phone, so I don't have to sit there and fucking hunt and peck with the controller all day long. Um, but uh, I'll be playing Death Stranding. I don't know how the multiplayer is going to work, so I don't I don't know. Um, my hours are probably going to be fucking weird. 
that's fucking and it's fucking great that we don't know how the multiplayer works given that we saw a 50 minute gameplay yeah. fucking we'll talk about it later god <laughs> yeah, damn yeah, we'll fucking video yeah. Yeah. but I still I pre-ordered it so I'm still gonna have it um, I'll probably be on really weird hours um, just because of how crazy fucking busy I am but you should still add me um, and yeah I think that would be fun um I think outside of that, I don't know how much more I have to say other than if you're on social and you hit us up or you contact email us, one of these fine gentlemen will be the ones to answer. So mm-hmm. just heads up on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, right now it doesn't really matter what me and Cole's whole social situation is. I put my weird plug there at the beginning uh, but for the YouTube channel. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Alessio... Uh, you have been trying to tell like it's been it's been months since we've recorded at least a month and a half since we recorded our last uh patriot club and you've been trying to tell a story about your time in new york on that patriot club but since we don't know when you're going to be able to record another patriot club with us why don't you tell the story that you've been dying to tell now as a way to send us off of the special announcement episode yeah. leave them leave them Wanting more, leave them happy. Follow Alessio at AC Summerfield. Yeah, this is uh, interesting because I feel like this whole farewell has been a sly plug for the Patreon. Um, <laughs> this story is now going to be a preview of what our Patreon Club episodes are like, <laughs> which you can get for $2 a month or more. Um, but yeah, so check it out, you guys. Um, so in New York, for anybody who's not lived in New York, um, I've only been here for like nine weeks, so it's weird for me to even say that I live here. Um, so you're basically a veteran, right? Yeah, of course. I'm not you're dead saying, yet. You're, you're saying we and whatnot? I mean, it's just weird. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Um, How do you feel about living in New York, Alessia? Would you say trepidatious or? <laughs> yeah, so it's weird. Some guy got my name wrong when the boat came into the harbor, and now everybody mm. calls me something different, but I think I'm making a life for myself. Um, but no, um, so in New York, chances are, I don't know, I don't think houses exist out here except for townhomes unless you live outside of the city. Upstate. Yeah, or I guess if you're in Long Island. Um, which, fucking, fucking Long Island. Right, which is where Rockstar North is apparently. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. It was fun to make fucking Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah, super weird. I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast uh, as, a, as a separate aside altogether. My really good high school friend and uh, dare I say the third piece of the Triforce that was me and Isaac in high school, my friend Ralph Johnson, who lives in New York, who is an actor, was fucking in Red Dead Redemption 2. And no so, shit. Yeah, so I got to talk to him a lot about mocap and voice recording for that game. And I was like, dude, fucking Otacon was probably in the building with you when you were doing that. And he was like, oh my God. Um, fun fact, I'm going to insert this super quickly. So he's a... Black gentleman who grew up in the South, so they cast him for the game to be a black gentleman in the South. Mm-hmm. He did such a good job that they decided to make him into two characters. His body is the body of one character, and his voice is the voice of another character. Oh my god! Because what? they said pairing his voice, he was supposed to play a, a farm hand, and apparently one of the producers came up to him and said, "You're doing a great job, Ralph. This feels very slavey. So we're going to make the farm hand a white man, and we're going to put your lines on a black guy." So that's what happened. Huh. That's interesting. Good for, good for them. Yeah, good good job, Rockstar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, 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 when you're here, you live in an apartment. My apartment building is like pre-war. I want to say it was built in like the 20s or some shit. So it's this like old-ass <laughs> building. 
Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. To say. No, dude. I don't know. Why, uh, describing anything as pre-war to me is just so fucking funny, and I don't know why. I have yeah. no fucking idea. Well, it's weird because I guess the apartment, uh, 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 the way the apartment situation is handled in New York, there's like pre-war and post-war, and it kind of tells you like this one has central heating and air, this one does not. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, we have window units. We're doing it super stereotypical. If you've seen fucking do the right thing or any of these like old kind of late 80s early 90s new york movies that is kind of what it's like except the crack epidemic of the 80s is no longer a thing so like harlem and all these other places are not super sketchy and filled with gang members they're pretty normal um Mm. but anyway so we live in a predominantly um uh dominican neighborhood we're in upper manhattan in inwood which is actually where lin-manuel miranda's from um And his parents actually in the Heights. Yeah, Washington Heights is like right below us. Um, his I guess his parents owned a house really close to my apartment for a long time, or excuse me, they owned a condo. Anyway, um, so I'm coming home. It's kind of an old building. Um, our apartment's been semi-renovated, but some things have not. One of the things that had not been renovated was the lock and doorknob on the front door. It's kind of important. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, there's like two security gates, right? So like there's an outer gate that I have a buzzer or a fob to go through. And then there's like the door to the building, which also has a fob. So I wasn't like super worried about the front door being kind of weird. Um, But anyway, so I'm coming home. Um, I This has actually happened to me twice, but has now since been fixed, which is great. But I came home. I think I was walking Jerry. Came inside, went to lock the door, and the entire fucking locking mechanism just fell apart. And so my door was just like free reign. Like anybody could come in. That's no bueno, my dude. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I called my, there's like a maintenance line. So there's a super, there's a super who lives in the building um, who essentially they're like a, like a groundskeeper, I guess. They're like somebody who lives in the building who takes care of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we have um, a lot of folks that kind of hang out on the steps like late night listening to music and drinking and playing dominoes or whatever. Um, and so in the morning he'll like, I fucking love the idea of like just a normal pastime being playing dominoes on a stoop. Oh yeah, dude. I just want want a video of Alessio down there drinking and playing dominoes with the person. Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. drinking a 40 and playing dominoes like old Puerto Rican men. Um, and Dominican men, a lot of Puerto Ricans (laughs) as well. Um, anyway, so, um, Anyway, typically they could do that kind of shit, but they also do like handyman work or whatever if it's something simple, so they, they don't have to call maintenance. And so he he was unavailable because it was pretty late at night. I think I was walking Jerry at like 11 or something. Um, and he was unavailable. He wasn't answering my call, so I called the emergency line. And the management company emergency, emergency line connects me to this woman named Joan, which is the most like 50 to 60-year-old Jewish woman name and that's exactly who she was um and i kid you not she gets on there and i i'm sorry i you you guys know how much we hate stereotypes on this show but oh yes this woman sounded like this this was real and she like she answers the phone she goes hello (laughs) and i go hi uh my name is alessia summerfield i'm calling from apartment yada 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 um, I will say the apartment number, not the address. Uh, apartment 2D, which is ironic. Good job, Gorillas fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, yeah, I'm calling blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, hold on. 
what, what, what's going on, honey? Are you locked out? And I was like, no, I'm not locked out. Quite the opposite. Yeah, I'm like locked in, kind of. Like I can. It's like a. It's like a. You're not locked out of here. Locked yeah. in here with me. I'm locked <laughs> it's like a Silent Hill for the room situation. Uh. Um, but anyway, like I was kind of locked in. It was weird. Like I was locked in, but if I like got myself out, it was just permanently open. It was that kind of situation. So anyway, she's asking me all these things. She's like, Hey, I'll call these people. Yada, yada. She's like, I know you're not locked out, but I'll file it as a lockout. That way it gets a little bit more heightened emergency status. And I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. And then right before she hangs up, she goes, Alessio, what are you doing for tonight? And I said, Joan, I think I'm going to push some heavy furniture in front of my door. And then she she pauses for an extremely long time, and she goes, I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that at all, and it kind of freaks me out. Are you freaked out, Alessio? And I go, no, Joan, I'm not freaked out. Should I be freaked out? And then she goes, I'm going to get somebody over there immediately. And then she goes, and then as I'm saying, thanks, Joan, have a good night, she hangs up on me, which is like the most uh, fucking New York thing in the world. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I talked to the human personification of New York, um, <laughs> and it was wonderful. And I felt like I had to share that story because it was the most fucking stereotypical. <laughs> it felt amazing. like I was on an episode of Rocco's Modern Life or something. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. very weird. Only 90s kids will know. Um, that's fucking hilarious but yeah that's my story um yeah so today's been a weird day i quit my day job of three uh, three years and two months um which i worked at with james for a very long time so i'm actually probably have like less of a an excuse to talk to james as frequently um and now i'm like geographically very far away from a lot of friends Starting a new life, taking a break from the podcast. He moved. He moved literally as far away from me as humanly possible, yeah, with, yeah. while still staying in the lower forty-eight of, yeah. him, of America. Exactly. So uh, mission accomplished on that one, but everything else still stands. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It's just been weird. Sorry if I sound kind of like reflective. I feel like I'm a little mentally disengaged from it right now but i know like in a week it'll probably sink in and it's like oh but i will be listening how weird is that i'm just gonna write into the show i think i'm gonna do that that'll be funny um oh god but oh god um, <laughs> but speaking speaking of writing in, i do want to plug one thing real quick which is people please write in about what you think of death stranding before it comes out yes because doing an outer op before release would be fucking slick so mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, I will also mention this really quickly because I think this will make listeners and contributors feel good. When I met with Christopher Randolph and we eventually got to Metal Gear, he said something that warmed my little fucking heart. He said, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, this thing that we've been doing for 25 years, and he said, and I said we for a reason because I include you guys in what we did. You guys are definitely a part of the project now. Welcome to the Metal Gear family. Man. And that made me feel all kinds of ways. So. I love that, man. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to hear. It was, I mean, and we didn't talk about it for a while, but like towards the end of lunch, I was like, it's really weird to be getting like creative advice and being told that I'm doing the right thing from a voice that I heard come out of my TV when I was like 11 years old. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, he's a very cool guy. Um, and I'm very excited for what comes next. So I appreciate you guys for sticking with me for so long. 
Um, I hope that everything goes according to plan and I get to come back. God forbid anything weird happens to anything. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's been great. And yeah, it'll do me, it'll do me well to take a little bit of a, of a break. So I appreciate you guys much love. Please don't, while it would be flattering for people to pull their patronage because I'm leaving the show, please do not do that. <laughs> wow, <AC. laughs> trying to say that I'm not a fucking draw. I'm a goddamn draw. I pop the crowd. Goddamn it, I'm Samuel <laughs> fucking right. Kiss my ass. Why don't you? No, I love it. I gotta. I'm a fucking fully realized human being. Goddamn it, I know what I'm doing. I, I do podcasts. I've been doing podcasts. About I, things. I, I know that, Sam. I wasn't talking about that. I just meant if somebody's like, my favorite Backstreet Boy is Harpo. Like, please don't, <laughs> please don't leave because your your favorite Backstreet Boy is leaving. If I'm being honest, the only reason I pledged it at all on the Patreon was because of Isaac. So I really don't know why I'm still here. If I'm being <laughs> yeah, well, paid off because now you're on the fucking podcast. So Hell there right. we go. There we go. Yeah. Hey, if you patronize today, you might eventually take over the show. <laughs> I'm I'm slowly like it's gonna be one of those things where it's just like uh, where it's just like fucking the show like Zoom on PBS where it's just mm-hmm. like some of them are new, some of them are old, and the next season it's all new, all the yeah. all the new people are old and all the old people left, and we got new new. It's just it's gonna be like that. Just a rotating yeah. door. Oh yeah, yeah. Metal Gear Mondays is forever. But yeah, hey Cole, since you're new to this whole thing, can you uh, can you do me a favor and? Sh- I don't know if you've been trained in it yet or not, but like, could you show me what like like ending the show looks like to you? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so I have to find some roundabout way to do this. Um, so Alessio, uh-huh. when you moved to New York, right? Uh huh. I assume that you had like a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind. But you you had you had stuff that you had to get from one place to another place. Mm-hmm. So you had to put that stuff somewhere, right? Yeah, I put it in the trash. <laughs> so in the trash is, goes into another thing, right? Yeah, the truck. <laughs> Before the truck. Oh, you mean a bin? A bin, a bin. But like, what's another word for a bin? A basket. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like Gar- I'm being garbage, hazed. Garbage I want truck. you guys to know I feel like I'm being hazed right now, and I don't appreciate it. Well, I, so if... if for the record, we do this to each other all the fucking time. <laughs> heard it. Okay, so oh you got in a basket from the bin, yeah. right? Yeah. So you take that bin and you throw it into the other uh, truck. And what's probably in that truck? What's really? I mean, what is the more garbage? More garbage. More, more garbage. Maybe a body or two in there. Who knows? You're in New York, um, and that all goes into a. Uh, the giant, a, a giant dump, right? But the bodies, obviously, you gotta get those out. So, what do you put those bodies in? The ground. A bag. Well, before the bag, or after the bag, before the ground. After okay. the bag, but before the ground. <laughs> after yeah. the bag, but before the ground. <laughs> uh, the coffin. Right, right. So, what's another word for uh, for uh, a coffin? Sarcophagus. A cast. Okay, okay. You know what? <laughs> You're both right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to be mad at you, but I can't be. <laughs> Uh, technically correct is the best kind of correct. It's just a box. It's just a box. It's just a box. It's totally just a box. Just a box.